0: The future the
1: future of radio is
2: here It's getting to the point where these records there's so many people getting them, I'm starting oh, yeah. to feel bad that we don't have one. Why well, I feel like we have failed at life because we don't have one yet. I mean I think you can get one for anything. Yeah, I know. We we need to figure this out. Like finally get this either either together as part of this or I'm gonna have to go off on my own and I'm gonna have to get one. Maybe multiple ones.
1: You're just going to have to do some brainstorming to figure out exactly what it's going to be. Well, if it's just
2: shirts... I feel like I could do I that. I feel
1: like this is Maybe more impressive I'm than you at. think it is, actually.
2: Uh, okay, I want to get the details on this. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we're live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to say a big special thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Audible link oh. right there on that page. You can sign up and get two free audiobooks, Greg. What are you listening to right now? I am listening to "We Are Legion, the second book uh, in the series in the BabaVerse series. Where uh, do you remember they're...
1: when you used to like sneer at the BabaVerse? Yeah, I did. I know I've brought this up, but Greg was making a big deal about how the he was too good for the BabaVerse, and it sounded so stupid. And now I he's slipping it into rating. yeah, now he's slipping it into uh, you know conversations that he's having on a regular basis.
2: Yeah, I spent years like not intentionally, like, not uh, not reading it, and then I was like, yeah, okay, I'm into it. I'm into it now.
1: And, I mean, I must ask, didn't you say that it's also multiple books? So how many, how many Babaverse books are there? I think there's three there? at least. Don't say you think, you know.
2: No, because I don't want to know. When I start reading something and I'm into it and there's, like, a series of them, I don't want to know when they end because sometimes that'll, sometimes that'll actually influence me not to watch something. So, like, right now, since Marvel's canceling all of the Netflix series. Dude, I'm like, so
1: bummed about Jessica Jones and they're, Luke They're Cage. all going. All they're, of them?
2: Yeah, all of them. Yeah. No, it's a slow—Disney's getting rid of the whole thing. So it's not even about how well they were doing. It's that Disney, since now they're launching their service, they're, they're taking it all away. So they're just canceling the, the stuff that's on other channels. So since Disney owns Marvel, Marvel was on Netflix, they don't want to help uh, Mar- uh, Netflix out anymore. So they're like, yeah, just cancel it. Oh, boy. So there's there's like a slim chance they could bring them back on the new Disney service. Like maybe if you could hire all the same people back, maybe they could, but probably not. But since I know they're all ending, I'm not going to watch it. I didn't watch Punisher Season 2, although that one maybe you could. But I'm not going to watch the last Daredevil season. Wait. I'm not going to watch the last— You won't watch
1: things because you know that they end? You know everything ends, right? Everything
2: ends, but I know that these weren't supposed to end. Like, these were supposed to keep going. These weren't, so they're gonna end on cliffhangers. And then we're never gonna get an answer to them. Is so this, I'd rather just give this up. This
1: all stems, I know exactly where this comes from. This all comes from carnival. Yes. It all does, everything it's always boils down to carnival because you feel slighted mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they never completely finished the show. Yeah,
2: it's the source of all of my my pain that I've carried, my your, emotional, is that your,
1: your television show anxiety? My, my
2: television emotional anxiety and trauma. Yeah. That I have held on to for over all these years, it all stems from Carnival. Carnival should have – Carnival ended on the greatest cliffhanger ever. And it was supposed to be like four more seasons, I believe, and they never happened. It was planned out for a six-season arc. And we get right to the good stuff. Well, the this, good this stuff. Next
1: thing, then maybe you can fill in the cliffhanger for yourself. You can make up of what happened on your own. You no. be like, and then they lived happily ever
2: after. No, nobody was going to live happily ever after. That's not how Carnival works.
1: That's one of those shows I've always been interested in watching, but then you were always like, oh, well, then it ends so badly. Like you've poisoned it in my mind for me.
2: It's really good. I mean it was a really good – It actually it probably has everything you would like. Like that was a series built for something that would mesh both what I like and what you like.
1: It sounds like a whole mix of like, like yeah, like some HBO series that's like Twin Peaks and yes, like um, well like the freak little show guy from Twin Peaks, yeah, and then and like
2: and freak show from like American Horror Story, yes, those two things, and then also, um I mean, you throw in like the Dust Bowl and and the, yeah, and God and the Devil, and there's religious aspects. Like it's it's got it's got it all, and yeah, a f- traveling freak show. Wow, yeah, it I mean, does it sounds like it has great. it. All. And a, with a sinister preacher and oh man. Dang it.
1: Oh, the sinister preacher that you probably wanted to play.
2: No, he's really good. The the guy who played him is he's, he's awesome. Anyway, the source of all of my pain comes down to that carnival thing. So that's why I don't want to. That's why know. you don't
1: support other projects because you know that they're going to come to a conclusion? No. That is the most ridiculous no, thing. No, no,
2: no. I'm not mad if it's planned conclusion. But when the when the when it's pulled out from under them. You know, then I there are
1: so it. many wonderful shows that are uh, that are made without a planned conclusion. I mean, there's so many yeah. cancellations and things all the time. But then
2: it's, it's going to happen. I'm going to watch it and I'm be like, God,
1: dang it! Sometimes I would what rather have a next? good cliffhanger than have them try to button it all up in like one like rushed final episode because they finally got word that they're not going to be renewed.
2: Yeah, that's true. I would well, rather, ones, I would though, prefer to
1: have a cliffhanger and get to like think what I what I think actually happened to
2: it. Well, I think for most of these ones they they're already they're already finished. I mean. So they didn't know they were gonna get canned. They probably had a good idea that maybe, maybe they didn't know for sure, but they thought they were gonna come back. Yeah. You know, so they probably left a whole bunch of cliffhangers in there. Oh boy, man, so frustrating. Yes, it's so hard. Anyway, to Anyway, it is very rough. It's rough in my world. <laughs> um, but with the the in the Legion one, uh, we are Legion. That series, I'm pretty sure that, that was a planned end. Okay. You can't really cancel a book, can you? I mean, I guess you could just not. Like, a if publisher couldn't bad, pick up
1: a next, or they could. Yeah, like,
2: but if there's enough demand for it, you could. I feel like you could find a way.
1: You can always self-publish something, yeah. if you,
2: even if you had a publisher. Be like, yeah. all
1: right, well, you don't want me, but you know, I can still write my story. Yeah, nobody can stop them from writing. Right. Unless but they filming, own the rights to the story, and then they can stop them. That's from true. writing.
2: But like filming a daredevil, it's not like something like. Fine, I'm just going to do it on my own. Like I don't think you can really. do it. <laughs> not
1: that the premise of that movie with like Jack Black and? Uh, Most deaf. Yeah, yeah it's Jack most-
2: Black and most deaf. Yeah, because they they're in a video store and something happens to all the videos. So they like and they're recreate trying to all run it them? for like the old man in the neighborhood, and he went on vacation and trusted it to him. Yeah, so they recreate all the <laughs> Ghostbusters. That seems like and a Terminator. Like. And, like, yeah, and, oh, it was pretty good. <laughs> I, I like most deaf too. So, um, all right. Anyway, how do we get to all this? Uh, here's Audible.com, AudibleFunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Audible link. Click on the Audible link. Also coming up <laughs> on the show here shortly. Uh, Adam Ferrara is going to be calling in. Yeah. Adam Ferrara is going to call in here to talk about, I believe he's going on the James Corden show. I think tonight, uh, we'll, we'll clarify all that with him, but uh, Adam's going to be calling in here shortly. Yeah, we're Quantum super excited.
1: Yeah, he, yeah. Had, he had contacted us and asked if he could call him. We're like, uh, yeah, Adam yeah. Ferrara, you can absolutely call in. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> yes. I don't even think I was here the last time I was here.
1: No, that was, I interviewed him myself. Yeah. Maybe that's why he likes us so much.
2: Oh, he forgot about me. He's like, can I call in to Sarah? Oh. You know, I don't really know.
1: He's going to be like, who's that weird guy talking in the background? Oh,
2: yeah. And that and the guy, is he your producer or something? Oh, man. What is he, funny or something? Ah, uh, dang it.
1: <laughs> I like anyway, the role
2: reversal. <laughs> Adam Ferrara calling in here shortly. So let's talk about this, what we were bringing up at the beginning. Because everybody's getting one, and now I want one. Greg feels like he deserves one. I've talked about it I kind of want on one too, but
1: I don't know what I want it for.
2: Well, we need to discuss this because I think we seriously should. This is our 10th year of Fun Employment Radio. We're going to be having a. a Anniversary celebration. People have been writing us about that. We don't have details for you yet. It will be in the fall. Um, we'll say that. And we will, yeah. And there, w- there will be something.
1: We are going to have something. We're yeah. going to have a 10-year blowout.
2: Yeah. Uh, but because we just don't we have, have a date to. for you yet. Yes. So we'll work on getting, because uh, there's a lot of people from out of town who want to fly in, and I totally understand. We'll, we'll work on getting you a date. But since we're doing that, I mean, why not throw in a Guinness World Record? I'm putting the challenge out. I'm putting it out there. I'm not saying this is something anything we've talked about before. But I'm throwing it out there Wait, right
1: are you saying, like, at our 10-year anniversary
2: party? I don't know about that. I mean, maybe. We'd have to fly in like a Guinness person. I suppose so. But what would the record be? Like, I don't know. I think for you it like could be— you think,
1: Like, if you think—like, you're pretty passionate about this.
2: I think I just want the record. I just want to be able to say, like, yeah, I'm a Guinness World Record. Like, person. you could put it on your business card, like, Greg uh-huh. Nibbler,
1: um, you know, host of Fun Employment Radio, DT Daily, and Guinness Book of World Record Guinness Holder. Guinness World
2: Record Holder. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a, Yes, to uh, yes, what. I want it that. It could be something
1: super embarrassing or you know, something you don't have to be proud of. just like, oh, well, I don't like to talk about you know my achievements. Well, I don't want to do
2: something I'm not going to be proud of because then I – I mean, why would I do it if it's not Do you think most you would...
1: people who hold Guinness records are proud of what they've this done? They should be. Yeah, I, mean, I mean,
2: I think – what do you think yours would be? I don't know. Well, maybe we should explain what this one is that you told me All before. All right. So I was telling
1: air. Greg about this earlier. It made me laugh out loud. I don't know why – it was just the, the ridiculous. Because every day there's a different Guinness record. Like, what was one I had, like, in Japan? There were, like, a whole bunch of, like, Pokemon dancing, like, 10,000 yeah, of them, like, in like unison. That. People do weird stuff. Like, there's a guy who could, like, light matches faster than anyone else in the
2: world, or, you know, <sighs> eating things. What about the loudest snap? My You're snapper is loud. I don't have the loudest snap. Oh, anymore. I. I do have, Age
1: is crumbling
2: your withering bones. It does bones. not.
1: It does not sound as snappy as oh, it used to. Oh, it is to.
2: just as snappy. You do not say that about my snap. <laughs> if there's a decibel level for loudest snap, I could enter in that. Why don't you try try right now? Oh, no. <gasps> oh, That's that because I just, just ate a burrito. I just ate a burrito. So embarrassing. Okay, I need to clean my. Hand. I ate a burrito right before we came on air. Oh, gross! So you have dirty burrito hands. have dirty and burrito, that's what my you're burrito fingers on? are keeping my my snapper from being in pristine condition. I will show you a good snap. My snapper is strong. no. I don't want to
1: see it. I want to hear it. Why don't you do?
2: Oh, God. Oh, god. I don't know what's worse. Stage. Is that your snapper's to, gone or that no. you have greasy burrito fingers? <laughs> I need to wash my greasy burrito fingers, and I just need to wear a glove from now on to keep my snapper pristine. What do you,
1: like George Costanza hand model? Yes. Yeah, just walking around with yes. like your velvet gloves on?
2: That's absolutely it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's embarrassing. All right, well, let's just... Let's
2: just anyway, that's a possibility. Snapper. Fine. What did this person do, though? All
1: right, it made me laugh because it, it truly seems like you can basically do... Anything for a Guinness record, and yeah. I kind of want to come – I want to figure out something. So this guy holds the Guinness record now. He's from Ontario for wearing the, the most T-shirts that have ever been recorded at the same time. Like, is
2: yeah, tell me more. Sorry.
1: No, so his name is – um so I guess this was one that existed before. This guy's name is Ted Hastings, and he was with his son, and they were looking through Guinness Book of World Records, and they came across a record for this, which is the most T-shirts worn at one time. So how many T-shirts do you think that somebody could feasibly wear?
2: Do you get to scale up in the size of the T-shirts?
1: Uh, let's see. What are the
2: T-shirts made of? I'm assuming these are short-sleeve? Yes, they're short sleeve shirts. Like short sleeve cotton shirts?
1: Yeah, so he did um yeah, he did from XL to 20 XL.
2: <laughs> so he did get to scale up. He well then yeah, I could do up. that.
1: How how many shirts do you think that he 20.
2: had? 20. 20 shirts.
1: Tip for the record? Yeah. No. How many shirts? Guess again. 100. 260 t-shirts.
2: Oh, that's a lot of t-shirts.
1: That's why it made me laugh because that is a ridiculous number.
2: I mean, you'd have to. just and there's have a your picture arms of him,
1: There's a picture of him. You can't even see his face. You can just see like the top of his head, and he's just there with all of these t-shirts on. Um, they, they basically are roughly like they were estimating. This is this is kind of interesting to me because um, they're about like a you know a pound a shirt at that point as they're like getting well as they're getting like bigger and heavier, and that's 260 shirts on his body.
2: That's a lot of shirts. It
1: is very many I shirts. I would
2: I would get a little claustrophobic with that many shirts. Yeah. Yeah, that's too many shirts.
1: It's a lot of shirts.
2: <laughs> I can't do that. So if you
1: want to do that, Greg, I really think that that might be the thing that we could do at the listener party.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just put shirts on you and have people count out loud.
2: There's no way I could get through that. I mean, Uh, how
1: long would that take? He said after putting on the uh, 260 shirts. um, So this was he beat the previous record by three shirts. The the first one was 257. How
2: pissed off that person! Oh, they are so mad. Uh. Oh,
1: and he says about the experience that it was quote generally awful. Yeah, no, that does not
2: sound fun at all. Yeah. Because, I mean, it gets so hot and you wouldn't be able to move. And I get a little too claustrophobic anyway, so I don't think that would work for me. Like, tight, constrained spaces aren't my deal. They're not my jam. I have that fear of getting stuck in a cage. Oh, I
1: like being in small spaces. Like, I get it
2: f- Well, I don't mind it. I mean, I guess if it's controlled, but not that. I was, I don't have control.
1: Was it something in Carnival that made you scared of it?
2: No, it wasn't Carnival. It's just the fear of, like, crawling through a drain pipe or something and then getting like stuck or like crawling through a cave and then like you get stuck and even your arms are like below and it's just your head like nah, 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 you know it's just turtle heading it and then the rest of your body's stuck there and crammed you can't go forward and then what or do back.
1: you then what do you imagine next happens to you
2: you're there forever only well, you're gonna, gonna you die slowly. eventually yeah but it's gonna be a long time like a long time that'll take a while that's what that's what would worry me all right is how long glad that would take.
1: glad to see that your psyche is alive and more crazy. And then like, and slowly, like,
2: bugs are going at you and you can't even use your arms to get away. And you're like, ah, no. Jesus, Greg. Yeah, welcome to my nightmares. Okay. This is why I don't sleep. Anyway, um, all right, I want to think more about what record we should do. All right. And I know we need to take a break here. Are you sure you don't
1: want to go for 261 T-shirts?
2: I'm scratching off the T-shirts. I still think the snapper's a possibility. I definitely have to prepare. I can't just walk in. My confidence is shot on that. I can't just walk in and be like, boom, got it. Yeah. I got to prep for it. I think though maybe for our 10 year anniversary we could I think we should get a record. All right, we should kind.
1: we should look into what we could do. Yeah. All right. And we'll we'll definitely want to take your ideas. if you have any ideas in mind for it.
2: Mm, let me think here. I mean, you can't get like most episodes of podcasts that's already gone. Uh what can we do? Should I don't we know. just
1: I think what's best in a podcast is when we sit and think and don't talk.
2: What's the longest amount of silence in one episode, one podcast episode?
1: I that's a really lame. That's an embarrassing. I one. don't
2: want that. Yeah. I don't want to get that. Yeah. I want to figure out something better than that. All right. We're going we're gonna to take a quick break and we're going to come back with Adam Ferrara joining us here on Fun Employment Radio. And then we'll pick back up our our talk about what record should I break.
1: Our compelling chit
2: chat. Uh, we'll, we'll pick that back up right afterward. But uh, we'll be back here in a second with more Fun Employment Radio. That's like a. All right, joining us now on Fun Employment Radio, it is the one and only Adam Ferrara. Hello, Adam. How are you guys? Doing great.
1: Adam, it's so good to hear from you. You've been busy since the last time we talked to you.
0: Yes, I have. I I have a wife, and they are expensive. (laughs) And a dog, right? And a dog, yeah. I got my dogs and my wife. and uh, yeah. and yeah, every, Everybody eats every day, so you got to go
2: out. Selfish, selfish people that you have to deal with there. Sorry.
0: <laughs> you weren't there the last time I was there, Greg. You were out doing Greg
2: things. I, w- I was. I was actually filming something. I can't remember what it was. You
1: were doing fancy Greg things. Fance, fancy know. Greg things? Yeah. yeah.
2: I don't know. Probably tech videos or something. I know, because we I know, were I wondering. You.
1: Yeah, we're like, does, does Adam remember Greg? He was afraid that you wouldn't remember him.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, who's that, who's that producer guy for you, Sarah? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, it's it's been going good here, but I mean, you are, uh, I mean, album of the year. Let's talk about that right away. Yeah. Let's talk yeah, about your great. album.
0: Great. I put out an album. I put out an album. Uh, I recorded a doc in New York City, and uh, it was voted a comedy album of the year by uh, uh, InteraBank. So IBank gave me the, uh, the award, and um, wow. someone over at James Corden heard it, and uh, I'm doing James Corden tonight, so I'm doing stand-up on... The uh, Corden Show tonight, so I want to call and say hello and and thank you guys for the support. I love Portland, so I'm glad uh, I got a chance to to connect with you guys. Dutch uh, Brothers coffee is great. <laughs> I don't think they're Dutch, but it's great, and I can't get it. I, wait, can you get? I looked online. You can't get it
2: for Dutch Brothers.
0: Yeah, I,
1: yeah. I, no, I think it's mostly around here. But if you if you want, I mean, I know because I, you called on a private number, so you probably don't want to give us any addresses. But we could definitely send mail you some if you'd want some.
0: Oh yeah! Oh, I, I'll send a courier. That's great. <laughs>
1: Somewhere way, way yeah, far I, away from
0: your residence. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, I, I had I had a couple. Of, I I went full frontal Portland one Saturday. I went to I got a bike uh, from the hotel, so it was a, you know those, those cruiser bikes uh-huh. where there is like you know with, with you know the chains broken and there is the blood of the previous owner. You know that. that oh yeah. Of,
2: yeah, you don't I know what's going. Well, there is there is also the naked bike rides that happen in Portland. So I don't know, man. Really. Yo, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they
1: use those bikes too, and they're mushing all kinds of stuff on there.
0: Thank God I didn't know that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in mind next time. I'm just saying, bring your own bleach. It's very important. Yeah, yeah, your own
0: bleach, and of course some towel because you're going to chase. Especially. <laughs> <laughs> up.
1: So you're on. J- but I wrote
0: down to the. Oh, go uh, ahead. Please go ahead. No, I wrote down to the Saturday market. I got some Dutch Brothers coffee, and that's just like, hey, wake up. See the windmills? <laughs> that's just man. The caffeine content in that, I guess for, for for my system's not used to it, but you guys, wow. Yeah. So I was up peddling my ass off down to the Saturday market.
2: <laughs> the funny thing about that place, about Dutch Brothers, is just how ridiculously happy everybody oh, is that's working so there. they're so
1: happy. Like,
2: I don't know whether it's a cult... I mean, the coffee's good, but well,
1: they're probably just wired on the sweet, sweet caffeine. Right?
2: You get jacked <laughs> out of the head. That's why they're
1: happy. Like, they,
2: have, they have no choice. They're addicted, so they have to keep working there. They have to pretend to be yeah, happy.
0: They can, can go back at closing time when they crash. And then you won't see happy anymore. <laughs> they, go, they can only work for like six months, and then they get meth mouth, and their skin goes bad, and teeth fall out.
2: So they start to get all twitchy. <laughs> Trade them out. We need a new batch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, Adam,
1: do you have any plans to come back to Portland anytime in the in the not so distant future? I usually come in
0: the fall. I don't. I don't. I I know I'm probably going to come back up in the fall, so I look forward to seeing you guys then. Uh, I'm I'm going to bring a plastic uh, bag for the bike seat now that I
1: know. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, and then James Corden tonight. So, uh, so you're doing stand up. You're going to be on there. Are you doing that? Do you do like that karaoke thing?
0: No, I'm not singing because it's better for everybody if I don't. <laughs> I really yeah, you don't want that, you know. I'm uh, but I'm just doing a um stand up. I'm doing a stand up set because uh they want me to do stuff from the album. So I'm like, sure, okay, great.
1: How so, does that uh, Yeah, it's going to be fun. From your award-winning album.
0: Yeah, thank you very much. Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: That's important to say. So, from your award-winning we should album. We just call
1: him the award-winning Adam. That's what it needs to
2: be. Yeah, the award-winning mm-hmm. Adam yes. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So um, so when you do a set like this on on James Gordon and you're taking something from your album, like how much do you have to change it or cut it down to make it fit into the whatever the, yeah, the time frame it is the same? that you have yeah well they
0: they they heard it, they said, we like this bit, we like this bit uh, I said, oh okay, great, yeah, so I, it's it's not like I didn't do them in order on the album, like the couple of things, so you got like build some transitions to make everything flow and then and then uh put a couple of new things in there to uh to make me happy. So, um, it was it was nice. Went down to the improv, ran the set, they go, Fine, we'll send a car. See you tomorrow. It was great.
2: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it was good. It was it's it's a nice it's a nice uh, it was a nice thing to uh, to get to uh, to get to do. because um, I, I really like uh, I like the fact that somebody responded to you know, we, we, we do this stuff. You guys do the podcast, you don't you know how many people are listening or anything. So when it reaches somebody, you're like, Oh, this is cool. I forget, people are listening.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and you get that response, and somebody's, like, happy they've they've heard it, and like, oh, you heard what I said. That's great. Oh, wow, and even
1: more and more people are going to hear what you've done tonight, which is super exciting.
0: Yeah, it's great. And the best thing about stand-up, you know, because acting is great, and the best thing about acting is you're in a community with other people. You know, you're in a – it's a a group production. When you stand-up, you're by yourself, you know. So you spike early in the morning because you're doing morning press from, like, 6 to 10, then you, you tell yourself you're gonna you're gonna work out and, and and you're gonna write, but you take a nap, and then you're talking <laughs> to nobody until showtime.
1: Oh yeah, I mean because it is yeah, kind of you, an isolate. I mean you're you have to be so high energy and, and it's also isolating and like yeah the ebbs and flows of the energy throughout the day.
0: Yeah, and I'm stuck with me, so. You know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're in there all the time in the head of yours.
0: Yeah. I know, you know, it's like my wife. You know, sometimes if I haven't done standup for a while, I like get a little twitchy. My wife, you know, like you know. Sometimes you're hard to be, right? I'm like, at least you get to leave once in a while. I'm stuck here. (laughs) I live here. This is my home. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, Are you still doing uh, Talk to Me Tuesdays?
0: Yes, we are. We're doing that. uh, That's a lot of fun. I got... uh we basically sit. The, if you, it's basically my wife turns on the camera every Tuesday, and a bunch like five thousand people this week show up and watch her scold me by the sink. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> Adam, what did you do? What did you do to deserve a scolding? Yeah,
0: but it's nice because everyone comes back and we get to know everybody, and they share their lives with us through the text and stuff. And we made a lot of uh, internet friends. We have a, a little internet family. And anyone in Portland is uh, just Tuesday nights, uh, 6 o'clock your time. Uh, go to my Facebook page and you'll see me sitting there. You'll hear my wife and, uh, and uh, chime in. It's a lot of fun.
1: And that's one of the best things about you, Adam, is that you've always been, um, you're not afraid to be accessible to your fans, which is such a neat thing to be able to do so they can engage and you can kind of be a part of each other's lives.
0: Yeah, it's not. I mean, because I'm a confessional comic. I think, sorry, we talked about this last time. You know, I think my life, I put it through a blender, you know, and I, uh, I can't fix my life, but I can fix a joke. So <laughs> I, I, can, I can find the truth of what I'm feeling and wanting to say when I get the joke right. I'm mean, like, oh, that's what that's about. I, well, I thought it was about this, but it's about that. And when it connects to somebody else, it's just, uh, it gets greater than the sum of its parts, and I get a lot of satisfaction out of that. So. Oh,
2: wow. That's great. Well, I mean, yeah. those kinds of things, too, just like Sarah said, you know, connecting to people like that, it's just, uh, that's, that's really awesome mm-hmm. that you build that kind of family. Well, where can people pick up your award-winning album?
0: You can get it wherever you buy your comedy albums. I know it's on Amazon, Google Play. Uh, you can get it off my website. Uh, the album's called Unconditional. Sometimes love is a pain in the ass. Um, and it has your dog with
1: a cone of shame on the front of it.
0: Yes, and I had the cone of shame, too, because uh, I don't want her to feel all along. <laughs> oh,
1: that's so sweet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, I'll and, be on tonight, and hopefully I'll be in uh, Portland soon. I get to cut a stuff by and see in person. Yeah, that's great. That would be awesome. It we'll make sure you. that
1: Greg is able to be in the studio this next time. Yes, too.
2: I will be here.
0: Yeah, and, and send someone to pick me up because now I'm not riding the bike.
1: You
2: ruined that. <laughs> 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 done and done. Oh, uh, wait till we tell you about the Ubers. All right, yeah. but anyway, um, <laughs> Adam, thank you so much for calling in. That's so awesome. And so you're going to be on James Corden tonight. So I'm assuming does mm-hmm. that does that do they tape and air at the same? The same night. Yeah, we tape it this
0: afternoon it airs tonight.
2: Okay, so tonight.
1: Oh, cool! So you're getting ready to go tape, like. Yeah,
2: they're
0: picking me up in about an hour. Yeah.
2: Nice. Well, watch that. Know that Adam was here on Fun Employment Radio and go kill it,
1: buddy. We're going to be watching it tonight.
0: Thank you so much, guys.
2: Keep Portland weird. I'll talk to you soon. All right, sounds great, Adam. Thank you. Bye bye.
1: You just want me to get the snaps in at this I want to warm hey? up the
2: snapper. I'm just telling you, the snapper's coming back. That's all I'm saying. That was Adam Ferrara. Adam Ferrara oh my here God. on Fun Employment Radio. Adam's great. That was pretty awesome. And just know that you know when you're listening to this episode, you know this was recorded today, so he's going to be on James Corden. This is February 21st, so he's going to film that in, in like an hour. In an hour. So when you watch he's it picked tonight, up in an hour. Yeah. yeah. When you watch it tonight, know that he had just been talking to us. Exactly. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. So uh, Adam Fryer, right here on Fun Radio. All right. Yes. No, I, I still – I know we need to move on from the Guinness World Record thing, but I think it's something we need to just put out there and really try to dial this in because I think that's something that we should do this year. To I dial something be, in,
1: you have to have an idea I about it, be, it. You have no ideas. You're saying – you're slopping okay. it around like Guinness okay. Record. What I'm saying, genre?
2: I'm saying we should get a
1: world record, step one. Do you want to wear a bunch of things? Step two. Eh. Profit.
2: Step three. Do you want to, yeah. <laughs> we hold records. All right. Do you want to wear a bunch of things? Um, I prefer, well, it depends on wearing what. Like shirts? No. Okay. That's too claustrophobic. Do you want to eat a bunch of things? Because then I would worry about what if they couldn't cut them off? Like what if I was just stuck in there for like hours and I couldn't move my arms and I'm like, oh, and I can't breathe. Right. Too much. Too claustrophobic. Uh, eating things? Yeah. I'm not going to win. I can't eat fast enough or enough of anything to win Would you like game. to
1: do something for an extended period of time? Like what? I don't know, I'm offering you categories and then you pick the thing. So
2: far I guess we'll go with that category. All right. okay, so what so an extended period of time like can it be anything? What could I do for an extended period? of what time What could really you well? do for an extended period? I of time? I could play Red Dead redemption oh. I could totally play I that bet somebody what is has the world already record? done the world record for video game Are playing. Are you kidding me if I got it in my mind that I'm doing something you know you'd have to wear a diaper or something for right? myself and yet I'm playing the game that long. Would you wear a diaper to get a its record? I'd consider it. Oh. I mean that's for life, Sarah. I can be uncomfortable for a couple hours. Then you'd be that lady
1: astronaut in the diaper. Everyone would just remember you for the diaper.
2: <laughs> no. Everybody remembers that lady astronaut because she went to go attack some woman. Wasn't she the mistress or – I can't remember. Yeah, how she was right.
1: the mistress or she was she, – regardless, she was in love with
2: another astronaut, right? And then ah, – Something like that, yeah. I just
1: remember lady astronaut diaper. And a lady astronaut is an astronaut. That's
2: going to be for our update episode. That we are going to do a one off special episode where we just do a remember when. Because we got to do Balloon Boy. We got to do that. You know, we, yeah, there's lots of ones that we need to start. We need to start keeping a list of those. All right. Um, We'll do an episode and bring everybody up. Oh, Courtney Stodden. Um, No, if that were a record, I would be into that. I could do that. Did you look up the Guinness World Record for longest video game? Uh, no, yeah. Look that, check that out. It's probably going to be something insane.
1: Like seriously, that's like, like the nerdiest s- little kid thing.
2: No, I would just say— that you would the- say like,
1: oh, if I could play my video game for as long as I possibly would. The
2: longest time doing <gasps> all absolutely right. nothing.
1: So in 2012,
2: oh, that's kind of a sad record, wasn't there? A oh wait,
1: court? no, no, no. 2015, all right. 2012. It was a record. He played Call of Duty Black Ops two for 135 hours.
2: 135 hours straight.
1: Um, then, let's see.
2: How often do you get breaks?
1: Then, uh, Guinness, so now in 2015, the longest video game marathon is 138 hours playing Just Dance. Uh, I don't
2: know what 2015. That, is. that dancing game? There's no way you can do that for that long. Um. It's
1: a dancing game.
2: So that's about six days is basically where I would have to fall in. Longest
1: video game marathon,
2: yep. Yeah, about about six days. <sighs> I could mm, – I'd have to go really slow, but there's enough to do in that thing.
1: I could make <gasps> Mr. that Mr. Jenkins suggesting maybe you could find a diaper-related record to break. No. Like how many diapers can you put on an adult man?
2: I'd rather not have that Because you're an adult man, Greg. That's not the one – that's not the record I want. I just want a record. I want a Guinness World Record. Okay, we're going to figure for this for the out. stars, I know. I want – I wanna, yeah, I want one. Uh, don't you have to pay? Doesn't it cost like a little bit? Cause you have to like fly,
1: oh, like applying to a college or something.
2: Well, you have to like fly somebody in from England. I think this is just how get us this. This is their racket. Like, oh yeah, no, I'm a certified. Well, they have
1: to keep the biz going.
2: So they, yeah, they just get flown all around the world, probably like first class accommodations. Yeah. What about tallest shoe lifts?
1: No, kill them. Oh, well, what about like walking the furthest distance on stilts? I'm really good at walking on stilts. I'm not good at
2: stilts. I mean, I've never. I can't say that I've spent a lot of time on stilts.
1: My grandpa made it. my sister and I stilts when I was a kid.
2: What? We That's were such the a weird, weird thing. He was a
1: woodworker. He was a like. Um, he Did had a you woodshop.
2: Have long pants, tooth. No, but, but
1: they had poles and they had little stand things. And my sister and I were the weird neighborhood kids. I swear we would just walk around God, our cul-de-sac on our stilts. Everyone else had, you know, like electric. I remember the people next to us had one of those um, like electric Hot Wheels cars things. And my sister and I were like, burp, 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 walking around on our wooden stilts.
2: Oh, my God. I wonder where us. everyone's. <laughs> you are so They're so strange. fun, though. And
1: then I learned how to run in them.
2: That was pretty fun. What, did you like chase people, and yeah, you They giant... could like run in stilts, like that's terrifying. The idea of you on like really tall stilts, mad like chasing somebody. It was so I would chase my sister. Yeah, yeah, I bet you would. Oh God, Maybe we could have the like the longest stilt run. I'm not. Go- I don't have this childhood experience on stilts. I'd be starting from scratch. I think I've tried stilts before, but I- I'm pretty sure somebody well, too had close some close to the heavens for you. <laughs> we didn't have stilts. It wasn't something we thought about. Um. Huh. Are I mean, you we feeling a, we stilted about stick. stilts, Greg? Oh, I
1: loved pogo sticks.
2: Yeah, we got a pogo stick at a garage sale once. But that I remember the.
1: Uh, 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 mm-hmm. uh, it has that weird, that mechanical.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the pogo stick. <laughs> you could pogo stick. I could still longest podcast on stilts. No. I think the stilts medium me overrules like,
1: over like, the topic.
2: Stilts make me nervous every time I see somebody in stilts and they have like, the pants on. Because I think, what if they fall? They can't get their legs out in front of them to land because they have the pants. So they're constricted. So they're just going to fall on their face. Wow. That's what I think about. I'm like, well, how are you? You can't get your legs out if you're all tied in there with your, with your uh, stilt pants. How are you going to get out of that? Like You're just out of luck. That's a strange thought. Particularly since you don't
1: have I think it's stilts or stilt pants. People on
2: stilts kind of weird me out a little bit. Yeah, it does make me nervous.
1: What made me nervous is what was the um,
2: Nightmare Before Christmas?
1: No, not Nightmare Before Christmas, but remember it was that um, that giant big like clown carnival band that's here in town. Do you remember? Oh
2: yeah, um, I cannot
1: remember. It's not the Last Regiment of Syncopated Drummers. It's um. No, I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember. The yeah, they're either. like this big festival band. There's like 30 uh-huh. or 40 of them. And what freaked me out, I remember going to see, uh, they opened for somebody at the Crystal Ballroom. And it just freaked me out because there were a billion of them. And they're all just like lumbering around on their giant stilts and like. Hurr. Yeah, and
2: they lean over. and look. At I
1: don't you. like the lean. when they're yeah. looking at you like, what are you doing, little human? Oh, that I, that oh was the time it made, me re- it made me uncomfortable. Yeah, okay, I'm off I'm yeah. for of that. All right, well, I don't know. So forget that. Well, You're going to have to think about it, Greg. All right.
2: Well, anyway, we'll have to work on that. That's uh, clearly something that's got to get figured out. If you have an idea that you think we should do, send us an email, funemploymentradio.gmail.com, or give us a uh, – Is there anything or, that, or,
1: that we can maybe do specifically since we live in Portland that other people can't do?
2: I don't want a Portland record. I want a world record.
1: Well, it will be a world record, but I'm saying do we have any resources allotted to us by living in Portland that could help us accomplish a record?
2: Cutting down trees or something? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. This is why we need to I don't do like, help. going to
1: Powell's books and, like, touching the most books and like,
2: Ew. a
1: certain period I mean, of time. I mean, I love
2: books, but, I mean, I don't want to touch every single book in Powell's. I mean, you're definitely going to come away with something. Everybody's touching those books. Okay. I mean, that's like a journey That actually factory.
1: might be a good one. Just reading, like, a page of, like, re- like, opening and closing, like, each book in Powell's, every single book in Powell's.
2: I'd be okay with that.
1: Yeah. You have to pull out, All open, right. and close.
2: I think it was more just the grossness of, like, uh, just running along my finger No, I'm not saying massaging
1: along them. Every,
2: along every book. No. Uh, yeah, okay. I, is Something is that, along those lines.
1: I don't know.
2: Reading at least one page of every book. Then how do they prove that you read the page? I don't know. Can I just be like, yep, read it.
1: Greg, I'm just I'm trying here. You're, I know. You're giving I like me it. nothing. I
2: know. I, I like – I'm not giving you nothing. <laughs> Jesus. No, I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm trying to think of, realistically, how is it going to get shot down? You have to think about who's going to take it down. And then if it's bulletproof, then we do it. All right, gotta well, we fire gotta fire some out. bullets at it, see how it handles. No, uh, no, no good.
1: I had a really weird Portlandy experience yesterday. What happened? I walked a cat.
2: <laughs> oh, I saw you post on Instagram. I posted on our Fun and Radio
1: yeah. Instagram. It was the weirdest thing. So last night, um, I was walking back from the grocery store. I'd gone to like grab some food. And I was walking back and all of a sudden I hear this meow. And I look down and there's this super fluffy little cat next to me.
2: So cute. Just walking down the side street. Just
1: walking down the side streets on the sidewalk looking comfortable as can be. Because they're um, in the neighborhood that I live in. There are a few outdoor cats that you just see. I've never really, I've never seen this one before. Um, and so I'm walking. And like as soon as the cat acknowledges me, it just steps in alongside me and starts walking with me. And I'm like, that's odd. Weird. And so we walk and like cross the street to make sure there are no cars coming and I'm just – I'm not talking to it or anything. Like I'm listening to my book and then I look down and it's still next to me, crosses the street, goes like three blocks with me, tries to walk into my apartment building. It's just
2: following along with me. It's you. just
1: following along. Not even following me. It's walking next to me as if we're like walking buddies. Weird. It was, just, it was bizarre. It was so – was It wasn't I mean would, or anything? No. And when I would stop walking, little fluffy buddy would stop walking. So finally I got to my apartment. I'm like, all right, well – I don't know what's going on. So I bent down to look at the – because the cat had a collar on. So I looked at the tag and the tag said, uh, my name is Bubbles, <laughs> which best name for a cat uh, yeah, ever.
2: That is a great
1: name. And it just says underneath it without a phone <laughs> number or anything, oh, at least not one that I saw. Um, it says, I'm an outdoor kitty. So that's all it said. Because I think that bub- like, bubbler people have tried to rescue Bubbles several times. So uh, that's why I was looking.
2: Yeah. are you going like, to bring Bubbles in?
1: No, not bring it. Be like call the owner and be like, "Hey, is this? Are you yeah. looking for Bubbles?" Yeah. So it said out like, "Bub, my name is Bubbles. I'm an outdoor kitty." I'm like, "All right, well, I don't huh. know what to do with that." So I decided to start walking Bubbles back the other direction So I'm like, "Well, we started a few blocks away." You tried to walk Bubbles back home? I, I don't know the home. It didn't have an address on it yeah. or a phone number. Okay. So I'm like, "All right, so I'm just gonna walk Bubbles like more into like the neighborhoody area of my neighborhood, right from like busy less street. away from all the busy streets." Yeah. yeah. And Bubbles – and so I took a video of it and you can see and Bubbles is just walking alongside me and when I stop, he stops and he's just like meow. And so I would pet him and then just keep walking. So I eventually had to ditch Bubbles. So I was walking. How did you ditch him? Well, I had to walk him out to the corner. I felt awful but you know what? He's not my cat. Yeah. And he can't – also I have a locked front apartment building. I'm not going to have a cat trapped in my apartment building. (laughs) Like that's just not cool. So, yeah, so I finally had to be like, bye, Bubbles, and I, and I ran away from the cat so it wouldn't follow me. It started like trotting behind me I ended up getting into my apartment building and shutting the door. And I'm like, You and and ran away from a cat. I couldn't look back because yeah. it made me sad, but Bubbles wasn't mine to keep. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to let her into my building where she can get lost or yeah. who knows. Yeah. Wow. It was bizarre though. That's, walked a cat last night in you Southeast Portland. And that's then the thing ditched that the cat.
2: Oh. You ditched Bubbles, your new best friend. Left her out there on the streets of Portland all on her own. I
1: had lots of stuff I had do, because I was sitting out there. I'm like, well, I, I hung out with Bubbles for like 10 minutes. And finally I'm like, I can't stay out here that's all it. night. I have my groceries with me. And I also I have like, should I need to be finishing yeah. up for work? Yeah. So, Does it yeah. make you
2: think a little bit more though about the cat?
1: No, I love that. I've seen that cat before.
2: About any cat though.
1: No, I can't – no, I don't – I mean, cats are cute.
2: I mean, wouldn't be I mean, if
1: I got a cat, it would be a big, fluffy one like that. When you
2: get home and then just there's a big, fluffy cat there waiting for you? Well, that would be kind of cute. What would you name your cat? Bubbles. You can't can't steal the name. (laughs) I mean, you can, but –
1: That's a Trailer Park Boys reference. Come on. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you with Butters.
2: Well, that's not Trailer Park Boys. No, I know, but it's like
1: a crass reference.
2: (laughs) I would probably name a cat Mr. Leahy.
1: Of course, you would. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh, I want a cat now just to name the cat Mr. Leahy. Mr. Layee. You should get a cat. I've thought about it. I mean, I want a dog, is what I want, but yeah. I'm just not home enough. I would not be a good dog owner right now. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. All right. That's where we are. Walking the cat named Bubbles. Um, That's my life. Uh oh. All right. Uh oh.
1: Let's go ahead and wrap it up for today.
2: Yes. I think we've I think we've done the Lord's work. We've had had it all work out there.
1: Is that the Lord's work?
2: I don't know. My brain. Also, just can started you pot going. up my, my brain started computer. going. I tried on self tying shoes today. What? Yeah.
1: Like Back to the Future, like the new Nike ones. Mm-hmm. Did they self tie?
2: Yeah, they don't even have shoelaces. Actually, it's just you you slide your foot in. It's like, a, like almost like a slip on, and then this computer just goes and you can tighten it and it like cinches up on you. So it's like
1: one of those like blood pressure cuffs? Yeah. Huh.
2: Yeah, it's weird. I kind of want a pair. I will never own a pair no. because they're way too expensive. No. Unless Nike gives them. Nike.
1: Will they maybe give you some?
2: I don't think so.
1: That would be cool. That would be, pretty That'd awesome. be a perk. That would be a definite perk. Yeah. All right. Also, don't forget to watch Adam Ferrara tonight on
2: The James Gordon Show. Tonight. Tonight on The James tonight. Gordon Show. Also, don't forget to go down to Next Adventure.
1: I just went there and I went into. So, Next Adventure on the corner of Southeast Stark and Grand. I actually went there a few days ago and was looking around because I needed some uh, rain gear because I'm biking around in the elements. Actually went down into their bargain basement, oh, which I
2: love the bargain basement.
1: It is incredible. It's great. They have um, like lightly used backpacks. They have um, all sorts of like satchels, like Chrome bags, um, like every Timbuktu. <laughs> all these different brands. They have like hiking shoes they are discounted. Sweaters, pants, snow pants, jackets. I also found. Uh, I, I looked at other places, and I was trying to find a pair of um, like waterproof bike pants. They started at about thirty four dollars. I found. A thing that came in a little bag, waterproof pants and a waterproof jacket together as a set for seventeen dollars. Wow! It was and it was just light and eye warm and sure enough, I was not wet. That's it's, great! It was amazing. So if you're looking for some waterproof gear, they had some good stuff there. And then just in general, it's like a it's like a cool I don't know like sports thrift store
2: that's really cool
1: it's awesome and the backpacks in oh yeah no amazing. I mean just
2: getting that deal I mean it's great next adventure is yeah so next fantastic.
1: adventure and also a worldwide location nextadventure.net but yeah when you go there the salespeople are really friendly so let them know that you heard about it on Fun Employment Radio please do I let them know I didn't say I was on Fun Employment Radio nice <laughs> I, was like, I heard about you from Fun
2: Employment Radio they're the best podcast ever in that voice no I don't know what that voice was I feel weird I mean you can definitely do that voice if you want it doesn't no, really matter no no Send us an email at funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Follow us on everything. Follow us on Instagram. Watch Sarah walk a cat. Yes. On Fun Radio's Instagram <laughs> account. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment <laughs>
1: Bye, friends. Bye.